Hey everybody, I'm Connor, that's Doug, and this is the Bethel School District Presents Podcast, and we have a fantastic show for you this week. We're taking a trip down memory lane, we're talking Legos. Actually, Connor, before we get started, the plural of Lego isn't actually Legos, it's actually just Lego. Oh, well first, that's really interesting, second, never interrupt me again. (laughs) Riddle me this smart guy then. How come it's Domo Arigato Lego Roboto? That's because those aren't actually the lyrics. It's Domo Arigato Mr. Roboto. Well, I think the good people of Rush might disagree with you. <laughs> what sticks, dude? Okay, never mind then. <laughs> but speaking of Lego and speaking of robotics, you went over to Camus Prairie recently and talked to their Lego robotics team. I'm sitting here with Ben Wagner and Keisha Rowe, coaches of the Camas Prairie Elementary Lego team. Ben, before we even get started, you came in today off of paternity leave just for this interview. So one, thank you. I'm honored. You've obviously heard the show before and are excited to be part of it, or you've never heard of it before and your principal told you to show up. Either way, I'm excited you're here. Do you want to brag about your uh, newborn? Absolutely. It's a gift to be able to stay home for so long and little guys growing up right before me and it's going to be tough to send them off to daycare but having the kids be excited to see me this afternoon might make it a little bit easier but who knows there still might be some tears when I got to drop them off that first day. I'm sure there will be. We did have to drag you out of recess before I got here to come be part of the podcast. I know you're excited to be back here and we're excited to have you. Ben you've taught PE here and been a coach of the Lego robotics team for nine years here at Camas Prairie Elementary. Keisha this is your third year as coach. You teach fourth grade and you've done that for five years. That's three four five right in a row and then let's go on to seven eight nine somewhere in there is how long you taught at Fredrickson Elementary. I believe the kids call that a hot minute, so that's all we're going to leave it at. Thank you for joining us as well. And I'm going to start you both off with an easy question. Did you play with Legos as a kid? And if so, what was the coolest thing you ever built? Keisha? I actually have not played with any Legos when I was younger. Tetris would probably come close to that, but that was probably the coolest thing. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I was not expecting that answer. Ben, how about you? Absolutely. Loved Legos as a kid kind of guilty of still playing with some of the sets that the kids get in the mail when they show up here for robotics and I maybe have taken the robots home a time or two and done a little coding myself so it's always tough to get away from it and love to play around with the Legos and try new things with them. Absolutely let's talk about the robotics arm of Lego technology is advancing at an incredibly rapid pace just in my lifetime and yours Maybe not as much. You look both look a little younger than me, but I've seen the invention of the first personal computer, gaming systems, car phones, cell phones, handheld gaming systems, the internet, MP3 players, smartphones, smart watches, personal drones, self-driving cars, and the rise of artificial intelligence. It's more important than ever that students get the opportunity to safely learn about and how to safely use technology because there isn't a job out there that won't be impacted in some way. How does Lego Robotics fit into that? As someone who taught fifth grade for over 10 years, I feel like it's, you know, technology is a skill that you must have, right, for all students. So I see it in a way where colleges may not be for every kiddo, right? And if it's not, it could be an outlet for other students. So just by coding, if a student graduates high school just learning how to code, they could start off at 90 grand at a big, you know, Google, Microsoft, you know, Amazon company. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I agree that it's awesome that the kids have a chance to learn some of those engineering practices. And when I was a kid, we were always told to go to the almanac. And now it's kids are supposed to Google things and need to identify those resources. So it's very exciting to see kids 
using their resources, whether it's YouTube or other things they can find on the internet and take those ideas and implement them into things that they're working on and teaching them that perseverance and that it's not copying somebody if you take their great idea that works for something and you tweak it to make it work for themselves. So it's just that animating their creations and just adding that extra layer and experience that is so applicable to life these days, even for nine and 10 year old kids. Absolutely. Lego Robotics, a great extracurricular where kids can learn about that kind of thing. And they're also learning it in class. Thanks to our voters. I always like to give a thanks to our voters who approved our technology levy started back in 2014, renewed in 2018, renewed again in 2022. And that is putting an iPad in the hands of every kid so they can learn good digital citizenship at an early age. And like you said, how to research, how to take in all of this information that's out there and process it into usable chunks for them to use in their education. So that is very exciting. For both of you, what got you interested in coaching robotics? That goes right back to the last question. Technology is advancing, and as a teacher, I need to stay on top. So I figured this would be a good way to learn new things that I could use in my classroom and outside of the classroom. I kind of got suckered into it my first year here at, <laughs> at Camus. Uh, the current coach needed some help, and I thought it was an awesome opportunity that I hadn't seen at any of the other buildings I'd been in. And I've kind of just stuck around since, and other coaches have come and gone, but it's definitely awesome to be able to have another adult in the building and spend time working with the kids. And as a specialist, I see kids for six years if they stay in the building, but it's a whole nother level that you get to work with them when it's, you know, 10 kids and they're there for a shared interest. And it's just a great opportunity. We have parents who are coming back and we've had siblings over the years. So it's just an awesome experience to be able to share with those kids and just another dynamic that makes working at elementary school so awesome. And what an awesome opportunity to just, you know, build that relationship with the students outside of the classroom. So I have a few students who are in robotics that are in my current class and you wouldn't think they would be, you know, uh, they wouldn't enjoy something outside of the classroom. But just seeing them, you know, grow and make progress with while playing or learning how to, you know, code and everything else has been a cool experience. And I want to give a shout out to the Bethel School District for always supplying us with sets and kits and the opportunities for transportation and everything else that goes along with this because I know there's lots of other districts and things like that in the area that don't have these opportunities because they just don't have the support from the district level. So we appreciate that and it's always exciting to get the new things in the mail and have those emails starting in August just to make sure we're doing it again. So we really appreciate that opportunity and so do the kids. I'm glad you brought that up because there are a lot of moving parts. There's the coaches, there's the kids, and then like you mentioned, there's transportation, there's people working behind the scenes to make sure you have the latest and the greatest so that our kids can have that opportunity to succeed. In LEGO Robotics, students build and code robots to do various tasks and navigate obstacles. Along the way, they're also learning teamwork and communication skills. And a trophy at the end of the season is nice as coaches. What does success look like to you? Success looks like kids having fun. They're learning, they're interacting, communicating, you know, socializing with each other as they are working together throughout the missions. Like Keisha said, it's seeing those kids work together. And I especially like when we have fourth graders working with fifth graders, or there's kids that may not be friends in the classroom, but they can get together and have this sort of universal understanding that they have to be teammates. And some of the loudest cheers I ever hear when these kids accomplish a mission that they've been working on for hours on end and they finally get it. It's awesome. And another aspect of that is, as bad as it sounds, we do love to see the failure and then to see them persevere and bounce back and have other kids support them. And, and they really do form a tight bond here and they support each other and they're happy to help and jump in 
and lead each other to success, what, whatever that looks like for the day or the, the tournament or the week. Well, your team this year has been top-notch. You advanced to the semifinals, didn't make it to the finals this year, but there's always next year. What I really like about LEGO Robotics is it's not called a competition. It's I think it's cooperation. Am I saying that right? Tell us about that. It's all about teamwork. I mean, one can't do the whole LEGO Robotics you know, challenge by themselves. So, I mean, even within the competition, it's three rounds, two and a half minutes, and you could accomplish as many missions as you can. So with that said, you had about 12 missions or 12 to 15 missions that you're working through. And then at the finals, you have to figure out what are the missions that we are confident with that we can get within the two and a half minutes. Yeah, that's a lot for a team of fourth and fifth graders to be figuring out to, to work together like that. Ben? Absolutely. We, we love the cooperation aspect of it. It's a very long day for us and all the kids, but seeing them show up and all the other teams, and there's teams that have silly costumes, and there's teams that have handwritten notes that they like to hand out to all the other teams. And one of the other things that the people at LEGO do is they always have a collaborative mission so your team scores extra points if you and the other team that you're at the table with at the same time complete that same mission so they really do make it clear that it's not a competition between you and any of the other teams but you guys are actually collaborating and working together to cooperate obviously we want to compete and we want our team to go the furthest but they've definitely set it up where it's more about the teamwork aspect and and just having fun versus who can be the best team cooperation that's cool i had not heard that but i love it what a great mindset to foster teamwork but doug did you talk to any kids i sure did i sat down with noah aubrey and ezra all members of the camas prairie elementary robotics team and we kicked off our conversation talking about their ascent to the semifinals ezra for you you were at the semifinals what were the obstacle courses like well it was like we were trying to get as many as done as we could but it was kind of challenging a couple we missed and different rounds. Noah, people are listening to this as, as a podcast. They can't see the course. Can you describe what the course looked like for them? The course looked like in the middle at the giant Seattle Space Needle. And on the sides of that was a printer, a guy with a chicken, a stage, a flower, a dragon, and more. Wow. And Aubrey, what did your robot have to do with, especially with the guy with the chicken? We didn't do the chicken, but you would have to go forward and then make something that goes up and then it falls down so that it would rotate all around. So you know what the course is like ahead of time, but one robot wouldn't be able to do every single task. That would be a pretty tall feat. Ezra, how many tasks did you try to get your robot to do? Well, we did the space needle, the printer, the flower, the stage, or the rolling camera and the dragon. So that would be six. And we were working on a couple others, but we never actually did them. Okay. It's a lot of programming, a lot of building that goes into that. That's awesome that you did six. I know that you guys got close, but did not advance to the finals. That's a bummer, but there's always next year. I guess my question for you, Noah, is how close did you get and how did you feel on the uh, semifinals? We got very close. I, this is my first year being robotics, and I heard that this is the farthest that we ever got, and so I'm very proud that we got to the farthest that we ever made to. You guys did make it far farthest of any school in our district, so congratulations to the three of you. What 
initially made you interested in joining robotics? Whose first year is it here? This year was my first year, and it was fun and exciting that I got to have the experience of joining, and I wasn't sure what it would be like, but now that I've gone to at least two competitions, it's really fun, and you get to you get to play with a robot, and you get to code and work on placement. It's really inspiring to be able to code, build Legos, and set it up where you want to go. For my first year being here, it was very complicated because we're new to this thing and we're not sure what to place or all the attachments. But all through the two competitions and all the practices, it was very fun and all our teamwork paid off on a very hard work. It absolutely did. These are not your regular Legos like you would get in a Star Wars set or a Harry Potter set or something like that. These are very different. Ezra, you're the veteran on the team. This has been your second year. What got you into Legos in the first place? Well, I've loved building with Legos forever. And when I first was crossing guard, I saw these Legos in Mr. Wagner's office place, and I thought, whoa, what what are these for? Are they for a game? And then I realized they were for Lego Robotics, and I'm like, oh, I get a build with these? I'm, I'm going to join. And then the next year I thought, oh, it's really fun, and I want to join it again, and I got to have a team. And I think that having a team and building, building with people and coding with people it gives Legos another, like, what's it called? Another, like, place up in how it is. I love that. There's coding, there's building, and then there are other elements to Lego Robotics, too, including your team's core values. We don't need to go through all of them here. I'm sure you all have them memorized or at least written on your hand somewhere. But if you could each tell me one of your team's core values. Let's start with you, Noah. One of the team core values was having fun. It was fun, that's the most important thing, kind of. To have fun, you need to be able to laugh it out or just experience it like for the first time in your life to make you think like this opportunity was a good idea that you choose. Well said. Aubrey, how about you? One of the core values is... I liked how we got to do specific coding on specific things instead of having one thing that we had to do. So I liked that we got to choose that. And I think one of the core values was that we should work together. That's critical when it comes to teamwork. Ezra, let's round it out with you. What was another one of your team's core values? I remember there is perseverance as a core value because if you don't have perseverance doing this, you you keep failing and failing while you're doing these things and you're failing because that's a part of it you have to fail to succeed and if you keep failing and you're like oh i can't do this and you don't persevere you just want to quit robotics so i think perseverance is a very important core value it absolutely is. You can learn through that struggle and come out the other side a stronger team because of it. And that will look even better on you guys next year when I'm sure you are headed to the finals. Let's talk beyond that. Let's talk the future of Lego Robotics. 
what is something that you all think that they should add to Lego Robotics in the future? Aubrey, your hands up. I think one of the things that they, that we sh- that they should add to the future of robotics is drones, like a Lego drone that you can control with like one of the controllers so that you don't have to use an iPad or a computer or something. Because if you have it there, then you can just practice coding on one of those, and it would have pieces for the Legos to be, and then you wouldn't have to practice lifting things up. You could just go wherever you want and then do like what you think is easiest. Wow, and really real-world applications for that one. If you learn how to fly a drone early, there's going to be jobs in the future, I'm sure. Noah, how about you? Future of LEGO Robotics, what do you see? I'm looking at something kind of cool, like a robotic boat that just goes over to like either the flower or the stage so you can hit those and come back where it was. That's an interesting idea because it's the map right now is all dry, is that right? And if we add water, then water, we can act like the boat is on the water swimming all the way to the other attachments. Interesting. Okay, so we have we have water, we have air. Ezra, over to you. Future of LEGO Robotics, what do you got? Well, I was thinking, like, in robotics, you always have to build, like, attachments that go up and down to push levers and stuff like that. But I was thinking, why not build stuff where, like, you have ramps and you go up and, like, when you go onto the platform, it goes down and it's pressurized. Or you drive into something, not having to lift your thing, and it just goes in and it goes up but you have to get a certain amount of force so it'll hit something like like the bead inside might hit a little button on the inside and like make a waterfall like it was a dam and make a waterfall then you can deploy your boat like how noah said i'm thinking maybe they could have seasonal things like seasonal versions like for winter you could have like the winter themed board for fall you could have the fall themed board for summer you could have the summer themed board and for spring you could have like the spring thing board. I love that idea, expanding Lego robotics throughout the entire year, not just for for one season. That's a great idea. Last question for you three before I know at least one of you is missing lunch actively at the moment, so hopefully your coaches will help make up for that. Um, but let's take robotics into your homes. If you could build a robot that would do one household chore for you, what chore would it be, Noah? One chore I would want for my robots to do when I build it, I wanted to clean the bathrooms and sweep my floor for me. It's a dirty job and somebody's got to do it. It'd be nice if it was a robot. Aubrey, how about you? I would want the robot to clean my room because my room is constantly a mess and I never want to clean it. (laughs) That's a very relatable problem. Ezra, how about you? I also want my robot to clean my room because my mom and dad are always like, oh, clean your room, but I'm like, but then when they clean it, I don't know where anything is, so I like having it a mess because then I know where it is. So if I could have a robot, I would ha- I'd be able to program it to clean, clean and put stuff away where I want it to go. And also, I'd want it to take out the garbage because I hate washing my hands after doing that. Like, it just takes too long, and it'd be cool if there's a robot that could go downstairs. That would be really cool. That really expands to the entire house if you have a two-floor house. I agree. Taking out trash is really gross. I always have to wash my hands, too, because inevitably something drips on it. But if I could create a robot, which I can't, but if I could, or if I could maybe hire you three to create a robot, I'd have it do the dishes for me because that just seems to be a never-ending battle. How much would you pay? (laughs) 
That's awesome. What a great interview. And I love their entrepreneurial spirit. Business people in the making. It was a blast getting the chance to chat with them. We hope you enjoyed our conversation today and we will chat with you next week. Thank you.